Chapter 16 of Buffalo Bill from Prairie to Palace. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Buffalo Bill from Prairie to Palace by John M. Burke, a soldier of the Civil War. Cody, learning of the serious illness of his loved mother, instantly saddled his horse and made all possible speed homeward. He arrived at home to find his mother dying, and he remained by her side, a devoted nurse, until she died. Under the prairie sod, beneath the branches of a tree planted by the hands of the loving son, sleeps the pioneer's wife and a true hero's mother. Weeks after this most melancholy incident in Billy's life, he went to Leavenworth and joined the 7th Kansas Jayhawkers, who were ordered to service in Tennessee and Mississippi. After several battles in Mississippi and Tennessee and hard service there, the regiment was ordered to Missouri. The courage, cunning, and woodcraft displayed by Billy had not escaped the eye of his commander, and he was made a scout with the rank of sergeant serving in the capacity of scout, soldier, and spy. He rendered most valuable service to the North and was considered the pride of General Smith's Corps. As a soldier scout, Buffalo Bill won a great name and passed through numberless adventures. While with the Army in Missouri, Buffalo Bill again met his old pard of the Plains, Wild Bill, who had also won fame as a scout and spy. Until 1865, Buffalo Bill remained in the Army and was then detailed for special service at headquarters in St. Louis. It was while there that he met Miss Louisa Federici, a young lady with whom he at once fell in love. Buffalo Bill's phenomenal luck did not desert him as a lover, for the lady is today his wife. Having fixed the date for his marriage, Buffalo Bill returned to the far frontier and accepted the position of stage driver over the same route where he had killed his first Indian. He worked as a stage driver until he saved up a sufficient sum of money to return to St. Louis and claim his bride. He was married in 1866, the 6th of March, and the happy couple took passage on a Missouri River steamer for Kansas, where their home was to be. Arriving in Kansas, Cody went to Salt Creek Valley, where he established a hotel known as the Golden Rule House, which he conducted with profit until the old desire for life of stirring adventures induced him to sell out and seek employment as a scout. Going to Junction City, he met Wild Bill who was then scouting for the government, and by his advice he proceeded to the military post at Ellsworth and at once went on duty. While scouting and guiding parties, he first met General Custer, who with ten men was at Ellsworth looking for a guide to conduct him to Fort Larned. Cody was selected for the duty, and to the day of his death, Custer was a sincere friend of Buffalo Bill's. Upon his return, Cody was ordered to report to the 10th Cavalry as scout 
to guide an expedition against a large band of Indians who had attacked the force working on the Kansas Pacific Railroad. The Indians were followed rapidly and overtaken, and turning upon the regiment of colored troops, they for a while stampeded them, capturing the howitzer. Major Ames, however, rallied his men, and though badly wounded, recaptured the gun. But Cody, discovering that another large force of Indians was near at hand, a retreat was begun, in which the colored troops made remarkably good time. Night approaching, the remnant of the command succeeded in reaching Hayes, and Cody declared that he would never go Indian hunting again with colored warriors, but has since paid generous tribute to their more experienced records. While at Ellsworth, Buffalo Bill met William Rose, a man of many schemes and a railroad contractor. He disclosed to Buffalo Bill a scheme to build a city and become a multimillionaire out of its rise in value. Cody entered into the undertaking with zest, selected a site on Big Creek, one mile from Fort Hayes, and the town was duly laid out and the first house built. The town was then christened Rome, and a lot was donated to everyone who would erect a building thereon. In one month's time, there were 200 residences, 41 stores, and 20 saloons in Rome, and lots were selling at $50 each. Rome had begun to howl, but just as the dream of wealth was about to be realized, a stranger arrived in town. He was the agent for the Kansas Pacific Road, and not being able to make terms with the two owners of the town, Cody and Rose, he went west of Rome and laid out a town which he named Hayes City. As he placed there a machine shop, roundhouse, and depot, Rome was left out in the cold, and Cody saw his anticipated fortune fade from his grasp. End of chapter 16 Recording by John Brandon